OTB GAA Burns was on another planet this year boys like in the first half of the All-Ireland final this year Old Murphy put a puck out down Burns puts the claw up and puts it back over the bar like. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts Off the Ball Daily. Welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, we hear from Ireland captain Jonathan Sexton and indeed Gary Ringrose ahead of Saturday's date with the Springboks. But first, the world champions have shown their hand for that test at the Aviva. Their starting 15 shows three changes from their final rugby championship outing against Argentina in September. Cheslin Kobe has been selected at fullback for the first time in his international career, replacing Willie LaRue. Vodacom Bulls winger Kurt Lee Arenza starts on the right wing in place of Kanan Moody and Damien Willemse of the DHL Stormers comes in for Francois Stein at out half. On the bench, Jacques Nienaber and co. have deployed the bomb squad with Oxen Shea, Vincent Koch and Quagga Smith among the sixth side of their 6-2 split. The team in full sees Colby at full back, Arenze on the right wing and Makosli Mapimpi on the left. In the centre, it's Jesse Creel and ex-Munster man Damien Dalende. Willemse forms a half-back partnership with scrum half Jaden Hendrickse. Neighbours picked a front row of the Ulster Ben Stephen Kitchoff, Malcolm Marks and Franz Mallerby. There's a second row of Eben Etzebeth and Lou Dieger. Captain Sia Khaleesi is on the blind side, Peter Steph Dutrois on the open and Leicester's Jasper Visa at number 8. There's no room in the matchday 23 for Leinster's Jason Jenkins. Neighbour was asked today about the choice of Colby at full back and First, his reasoning for calling in that bomb squad. The reason for the 6-2 split, obviously, um, we had a good look at uh, at the strengths uh, of Ireland and we feel the combination of the 6-2 split and also the combination that we selected at the back uh, field uh, or the back three uh, is um, probably going to give us the best possible uh, advantage against uh, Ireland. So, um, yeah, that's that's the reason uh, for the 6-2 split. Uh, we all know um, the Ireland... Probably one of their strengths is their the multi-phase attack, the uh, fitness, uh, the speed of their breakdown. So obviously, uh, we think that selecting <coughs> selecting <coughs> that combinations, excuse me, uh, will will serve us the best. And then your question regarding Cheslin, um, yeah, Cheslin at fullback. He was actually, I would probably say after about three or four games since he started with us in 2018. Uh, Cheslin was always a realistic option for us at 15 and, and trained at 15 often for us. Uh, we were just never um, a, um, a forced or uh, yeah, forced uh, to, to, to play him there, you know. So, uh, not forced, but I mean, we it was never um, the opportunity for us to play him there. So, but uh, like I said, I, uh, we feel that um, this specific game. Um, having Cheslin at fullback will will serve us the best. Last week, Ireland head coach Andy Farrell suggested that this Saturday's test would have little bearing on the side's World Cup pool match in just over ten months' time. But Neighbour seems to view things a little differently. I think for both teams, I mean, this will be a quite a big game, especially if you have your a little bit of a, a, a eye on the World Cup. We obviously uh, uh, are contesting. Uh, pools against each other or against each other in the same pool. So I think from both sides, it will be quite important uh, for, for them and for us to, to to have a proper performance. And in terms, and, and like I've mentioned before, I think uh, if you, it is pretty much, I think what you would like the, a year out before World Cup, you want to play the number one team in the world away from home and, and you want to test yourself against them and, and feeding on and, and moving on to your, your, your follow-up question in terms of how big the series is, yes, or this uh, 
uh, end of year tour for us is, yeah, we, we are playing uh, uh, some proper teams, you know, uh, Ireland week one, number one in the world, then the French Six Nations champion week two in the world, then we play uh, Italy, uh, and we all saw what Italy did in the Six Nations uh, against Wales in the last game, and then we move on to England, you know, who's, I, I don't know where that ain't currently, but this is exactly, I think, what you need, uh, what uh, we are happy that we have a tour like this, uh, because uh, before the before you go into a World Cup. And I think for everybody, this this will be a big tour um, for us, for Ireland, for England, for all the teams that's touring, New Zealand, Australia, uh, because you want to build some momentum going into the World Cup. Now to Ireland and Andy Farrell doesn't name his starting side until Thursday. However, Ian Henderson has manoeuvred himself into contention, having not played yet this season. The Ulster forward trained today with the rest of the squad with little evidence his knee injury was still a problem. Captain Jonathan Sexton faced the media today, speaking to OTB's own Ashling O'Reilly. Jonathan, for you personally, how are you feeling going into the game? There's a lot of talk here, just getting better and better. Um, yeah, I feel good. Uh, you know, it's in the first two games of the season, uh, you're always expecting a couple of mistakes, you know, in, in either in a lot of parts of the game, and I, we, I definitely had them in the, in the first couple of games. Um, so it's important I just learn from learn from them, build on what was good, and, and then try and put it all together on, on Saturday. I was just asking Gary there about the dynamic in the team with like 49, 50 players out there in training. How it's all working? What, what's it like, I suppose? Yeah, the coaches did a good job. I wasn't. Uh, envisaging how it was going to work but they, they did it well in terms of we were almost rotating as teams and um, we're almost four teams at the start into two and you know it was good it was good it was, it was different um, it's a unique week you know we've we had a unique experience in uh, the summer and then we've got another one now with you know two matches going on a uh, big game Friday night and then a big game Saturday so it's uh, it's good it's what, it's what we want we, you don't want anything to be the same because you get comfortable then and then come World Cup you're not ready for anything anything changing or you know so we're we're testing ourselves and trying not to keep things too familiar and having that tag of number one both as captain is it something to be aware of and maybe it's some of the younger players in that is it a pressure do you embrace it what way do you look at it honestly it's not it's not something that really uh, we talk about much like it's not a it's not a goal to Become number one in the world. That might sound stupid, but like in 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 some sports it is in golf or tennis. But in 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 rugby, the the rankings matter once, and it's like three years out from the World Cup when they matter, which doesn't make that much sense either. But uh, you know, you you we don't speak about being to be number one in the world. You need to win the World Cup. That's the that's where the goals are. Um, You know, obviously you want to be the best in Europe. You want to win the Six Nations. Um, So. Those, those are our goals. There's nothing to do with being number one and I don't think many teams read too much into it. I know the other teams have probably referred to us now trying to put pressure on it, but we don't speak about it. Gary Ringrose was also in front of the microphones today and the Ireland Centre was asked if there was any significance to the box naming their team so early. I mean, you don't look into it too much, uh, but it does kind of help in terms of being able to get the prep done and looking when certain combinations have been together and what they've done and... Um, yeah, look at individuals and try and pick up traits or habits they have. Uh, kind of so it's kind of off the off the pitch on the laptops, and um, it can help a little bit in that. While Lee Neighbour hailed Ireland's versatility, it's also a trait Ringrose has spotted in Saturday's opponents. I think they've shown like versatility in the fact that they can beat teams right across the park. Obviously, they've the the power game, 
that's I mean the foundation of how they play but then what is off the back of that um, yeah, is an unbelievable challenge certainly for the backs and the vers- versatility they have um, across the back line and, and danger they have um, we'll have to be honest to, to deal with it Elsewhere, All Blacks lock Brody Retallick will miss his country's autumn internationals against both Wales and Scotland. He received a red card during their match against Japan at the weekend. He's been handed a two-game suspension, meaning he should be available to face England at Twickenham on the 19th of November. While finally, Scotland lock Sam Skinner has been forced to withdraw from their squad through injury. He was substituted in the first half of their 16-15 defeat to Australia on Saturday and left Murrayfield with his foot in a brace. Edinburgh's Jamie Hodgson, who has six caps to his name, has been called up as a replacement ahead of their second autumn test which is against Fiji that's it for Tuesday's Rugby Daily don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed and to lavish us with positive feedback if you like what you're hearing my name is Richie McCormick and I'll talk to you tomorrow